0: Today's episode is brought to you by Lockroom. Lockroom is a live audio only sports talk platform perfect for a lot of events. So, talk to me, other sports fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. All you need to do is download the Lockroom app free in the iOS App Store. Is it time to look at the New Jersey Devils from a different perspective on their overall season? And also, how do they stack up against the Pittsburgh Penguins, a team we have not played yet this season? Buckle up, it's going to be jam packed. You're locked on Devils. now, What is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it is currently 2.45 p.m. Eastern Time. March the 17th, 2021 at the time of this recording. So technically I'm recording two episodes in one day because remember guys, it was a late night session for me this morning because I recorded the last episode at 1.50 a.m. in the morning because I fell asleep after the Devils game. But the reason I fell asleep after the Devils game is because I was sleeping a very good sleep because the New Jersey Devils finally got back into the win column against a team that they should have been winning against in the first place. So if you hadn't checked out the last episode... I basically talked about uh, the fact that the New Jersey Devils were able to come out victorious against the Buffalo Sabres. Where did they do well, where they didn't do too well, and also overall just my opinions on the game like I always do in a post-game episode. So give that a listen. And also guys, breaking news for the Buffalo Sabres, after suffering their 12th loss of the year, the Buffalo Sabres have fired their head coach, Ralph Krueger, after just a season and a half of being the head coach for the Sabres organization. So, uh, if you guys checked out the last episode and were watching any some sort of news surrounding the New Jersey Devils, you know that we handed the Buffalo Sabres their 12th straight loss of the year, and I guess that was just too much for the Sabres organization. They felt like, if you cannot beat the New Jersey Devils, who've also been struggling, Throughout the past few stretch of games then I think it's time for you to go because guys remember the New Jersey Devils were like 0-10-1 in their recent home stretch at the Prudential Center so we were not doing too well at home and the fact that we were able to just pretty much finally nab a win against the Sabres you know what I'm really satisfied I'm really sorry that their head coach got fired but Ultimately, it, it was bound to happen. They were going nowhere pretty quick, okay? Like, 12 game losing streak. Overall, the record was 6, 18, and 4. And last season, they were 30, 31, and 8. So, I guess Kruger just wasn't the right man for the job for the Buffalo Sabres. And it kind of raises a question a question that's been popping around uh quite frequently will lindy ruff remain the head coach for the new jersey devils i'm not saying he's gonna get fired this season i'm just saying let's face it guys we're gonna be in full-blown rebuild for a couple more seasons lindy ruff is signed to a three-year deal for the new jersey devils so it kind of brings up the question for me which is Does Lindy Ruff deserve to remain the head coach for the New Jersey Devils? And here's the thing. Here's my overall opinion about Lindy Ruff. I feel as though he's doing pretty well for what he's been given. So uh what i mean by that is the devils actually got off to a really good start look at what jack hughes is doing look what miles wood is doing look at what ty smith is doing look at uh the silent x-factor quokanen who we'll talk about later in this episode and also uh look what mackenzie blackwood was doing before uh the COVID outbreak amongst our organization so Guys, this is one thing I want to talk about uh, for the New Jersey Devils, and I kind of hinted at it at the last episode. What has been hurting the New Jersey Devils? Has it been our style of play? Has it been coaching? Has it been the front office? Is it another issue? I'm going to go with uh, option D. I believe it's another issue. So guys, remember when we had to go into a two-week hiatus due to the COVID outbreak and a few players were hit really hard with it and they were forced to miss some more extra time versus some others? Well, guys, when we're taking a two-week hiatus, I said this before we returned in our first matchup against the New York Rangers, I expected some growing pains because we're taking a two-week hiatus. We couldn't practice. We couldn't really do much of anything But I guess just the adrenaline, just the energy, whatever the case might be, we were able to just have it all come out. And I guess the energy just worked in our favor when we were able to beat the Rangers and the Bruins. But ever since those two games, we just haven't been the same. Some players have not been the same, including Zaka, including Mackenzie Blackwood, obviously, because, you know, guys, I've been hard on Mackenzie Blackwood the last few episodes. But overall, those two were hit, you know, the hardest with covid Along with Nico Heiser, and you know, I've been fairly easy on Nico. I know that uh, it, luck has just not been on his side in terms of injuries, and just in terms of just having to go through protocol and then actually getting COVID. So overall, I'm a little easier on Nico Heiser. I just wish he would have played in more games, but obviously he'll return in about three weeks. So. Uh, yeah, there's that for the New Jersey Devils. There's a bright spot there, but overall, I believe the COVID outbreak really affected us because guys, we play the Pittsburgh Penguins, a team we have not played yet this season for the first time this evening. So to give you guys some reference of the Pittsburgh Penguins series, this is going to be a series, everybody. We're not just playing one game. We're not even just playing two games. We're going to be playing three games against them. So obviously we have a game tonight against them and then on the 20th and on the 21st. So that's a three-game series, and one of them is going to be back-to-back. So look at the amount of games that the New Jersey Devils are playing right now. It's really stressful to see because... You know, we're playing all these games in a short amount of time and we also have a lack of practice time. So things are just not going in our favor. So you're probably wondering, why am I bringing this up? Well, look at the Buffalo Sabres. They have been struggling mightily. Obviously, I just mentioned the 12 straight losses, but uh, if you need more proof as to see how COVID can affect a team, how they approach the season and just overall just be a huge detriment to their overall record and just outcome of recent games. Look at the Dallas Stars. They were literally the runner-ups last year, and they were projected to do really well, but then uh, they got off to a great start to their season, and then they had to do what the New Jersey Devils did, which is they had a COVID outbreak, so they had to miss a significant amount of time, and now they are sixth in the Central at 9, 9, and 7. Seriously, this is the runner-ups of the Stanley Cup Finals Just a season ago, the Lightning are atop of the Central Division right now, so the Lightning are picking up right where they left off, but obviously they're the reigning champions, so there's a lot on the line for them, but the Dallas Stars literally runners-up, and they are projected to miss the playoffs by a good amount of points because i don't usually do this but let's look at the uh, central division right now so the lightning are 26 and 2 with 42 points the panthers are 19 5 and 4 with 42 points the hurricanes are 27 and 1 with 41 points the blackhawks are 14 11 and 5 with 33 points. The Blue Jackets are 11, 12 and 7 with 29 points and then there's the Stars and below them are the Predators and the Red Wings. So, there you go guys. COVID affects a lot more than what you guys think and I I guess I didn't read too uh, far into it. I didn't just uh, analyze the situation enough. And, you know, that's on me because I was just saying, like, maybe this two-week hiatus is good for the New Jersey Devils because maybe they could get well-rested, get a break in the action. No, it bothers your rhythm. And overall, the players who are affected by it, they just don't come back 100% as they were before the outbreak and it really sucks to see but overall it's not just the New Jersey Devils it's the Buffalo Sabres and it's the Dallas Stars so uh, the Blackhawks and the Blue Jackets are ahead of the reigning runner-ups of last season so you know there's your proof right there so I don't know what uh, Dallas's record was prior to their COVID outbreak but I can assure you they were one of the best in the league in terms of low goals against average so It affects a lot of people. So going back to what I was saying about the uh, Buffalo Sabres, yes, it sucks that they've lost 12 straight games. It sucks that Kruger is out of the job now. But here's something that's interesting to see. Taylor Hall signed with the Buffalo Sabres, and Kruger actually recruited him. He was the one that wanted Taylor Hall to join the organization. And remember, Taylor Hall is only signed to a one-year deal, and he has been struggling mightily like so mightily like this is a former heart memorial trophy winner and yet he can't even make that great of an impact on a very bad team like it's amazing to see and no i'm not going to give you guys any false hope i do not think taylor hall will be a target for the new jersey devils even though he signed to a one-year deal even though it doesn't seem like there's any bad blood between him and the devils organization so Overall, I just think that uh, New Jersey should just, you know, take that into consideration because, guys, it affects a lot of things. It affects the amount of games you have to play, so that will affect fatigue. And then you can't get a full practice in because you only have a limited amount of off days. So it really affects the young guys and also the veterans. I'm sure they've never had to deal with something like this. I'm They've uh, had to deal with a condensed season before where, you know, they play less than 82 games, but nothing like this because... I don't think in a shortened season ever in NHL's history that, uh, you know, games had to be rescheduled at a great rate as they are right now. So overall for the New Jersey Devils, they're just unlucky. Like I've said this in so many times in previous episodes, the Devils are just unlucky. And the reason why I'm just trying to be optimistic is just because I'm just trying to give the New Jersey Devils an attaboy at this point because they need some sort of momentum. Now, I don't think that they're going to do all that well against the Pittsburgh Penguins because let's face it, the Penguins are just a top of the East right now. Uh, they're contenders yes yes they're kind of at the middle of the pack right now well it it, at this point it's anyone's game so uh, anyone can take grabs of you know the east final playoff spot but I think the New Jersey Devils are pretty much out of the running for that it's safe to say but overall um, you know for New Jersey I just hope uh, that they just do not hold their heads down about this and just realize like you know it's not their fault they they got off to a really great start I really thought they could finish fifth in the east division or maybe just maybe squeeze into that final playoff spot I was riding that high horse I was really confident but ultimately COVID just uh brought the worst in the New Jersey Devils in a very bad way it was just like okay there's no coming back from that like yes we beat the Rangers yes we beat the Bruins but after that it was all downhill and we just couldn't get any consistency and when you you can't find that consistency and you just go on losing streaks like that, and you're winning uh, not as high as a premium as you were earlier in the season, it really does affect you. So overall, I think that's what happened to the New Jersey Devils. So uh, you guys, when we're saying that the New Jersey Devils suck or – you know, uh, we should just give up on them. Overall, I don't think we're looking at the bigger picture because it's not just them that was affected by COVID and then struggled and didn't get back to the way they were to begin the season. It's the Dallas Stars, reigning uh, runners up, as I stated many, many times already. Then you got the Buffalo Sabres who, you know, aren't as good, but they certainly weren't doing as bad as they were to begin the year. I, I don't think they were. So, you know, it affects a lot of people and those three teams got hit the hardest with COVID. And it's no surprise that they're all three of them are just struggling to make some sort of big impact okay i think it's time to switch gears and talk about something else but first it's time for the first live read this morning and it comes from our new sponsor locker room so guys guess what i will be doing a locker room episode tomorrow after the game against the pittsburgh penguins in case you guys just want to rant discuss or talk the overall devil's hockey with me after the game i will tweet it out when i go live so Please join me on Locker Room, and I will provide you guys some more information in this live read. Need to learn more about Locker Room? Well, I got you covered. It's a live, audio-only sports talk platform, free to download and to use. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. So join in on the conversations with me and have a chance to be featured on the Locked On Devils podcast show. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group. Follow me at treymat 4 or LockedOnDevils to be notified when my room goes live. Come with your spiciest, hot, flaming takes. I don't care. I take all comers, okay? I am looking for all the sports debate. I want all the smoke, so let me have it on the Locker Room app. I look forward to interacting with all of you, and hopefully you guys can be featured onto my show if you do come on so just download the locker room app on the ios and create your profile and i will let you guys know when i go live so check it out all right it's time for the second live read this morning and it comes from bill bar remember they're doing a march madness similar to college basketball where you can vote for your favorite flavor so let me provide you guys some more information okay everybody we've heard of march madness for basketball but have you heard of march madness for bill bar so we've been telling you about bill bar the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is an amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Now it is time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Bill Bar March Madness. So come on, head over to Bill Bar's website and vote for your favorite flavor of Built Bar. And hopefully they advance in the bracket, similar to how College Basketball March Madness works. So... Vote as many times as you possibly can, and hopefully your flavor advances. Personally, I'm a huge fan of chocolate and caramel, and I also love brownies because I'm always cooking brownies with my mother. So those are two of my favorite flavors, but hopefully uh, your favorite personal flavor can advance to the next round as well. So remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. I repeat, at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup, and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. Man, I love built Bar so much. So, yeah, like I stated at the beginning of the show, this is going to be a three-game series set against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So, it's sort of like a playoff series, because, you know, we're playing each other three days in a row, but... Overall, here's what you need to know about the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New Jersey Devils. So, the Pittsburgh Penguins are 18-10-1 coming into this matchup, whereas the Devils are coming off a win, but they are 9-13-4. So, here's some players to watch, and it's relatively the same for the New Jersey Devils, but uh, we haven't talked about the Pittsburgh Penguins yet. And that's going to be really interesting to see, because like I told you guys, we've played every East Division team Except for the Pittsburgh Penguins, because we were supposed to play them, then COVID hit. So let's see if we can throw a wild card at the Pittsburgh Penguins and just come out with maybe one of three of the games like let's be realistic guys we're not going to sweep the Penguins and we'll be lucky if we get a point out of one of those games just based on the way they are in the standings and how we are right now so here's some players to watch in this series so obviously you got Sidney Crosby he has seven points in the last five games for the Pittsburgh Penguins, so keep an eye out for Crosby, one of the all-time greats to ever play the sport of hockey, one of the best first overall rookies, you know, just to take the game by storm, I don't care what you say, I know everyone hates Sidney Crosby based on his attitude, but I think he's matured as the years gone on. So Sidney Crosby still a sight to behold, whereas it's going to be Zajac a sight to behold for the New Jersey Devils. And Zajac might be dealt uh, by the trade deadline. So get used to seeing his face in a Devil sweater. Because listen, guys, I know he's been with our organization for a long time, but uh, I, I'd be counting your blessings if I were you right now, because it is very possible that Zajac. Might not re-sign with the New Jersey Devils, so they might look to trade him. Before he leaves for essentially nothing or nothing at all, not essentially, yeah, nothing at all. So uh, Zajac has six points in the last five games for the New Jersey Devils, and Gensel has four goals in the last five games for the Penguins, whereas Kuokkanen has four goals in the last five games for the New Jersey Devils. So similar to what I've been saying about Kuokkanen is that he is definitely uh, someone we need to just put more respect on his name because in 21 games played, he has five goals, seven assists for a grand total of 12 points and he has a plus and minus of five everyone so this is a guy who's been fighting tooth and nail to just secure a roster spot for the New Jersey Devils remember he's been sent down to the taxi squad uh time to time some of it has been for struggle some of it has been for finance reasons because like Mautsov was sent down to uh the taxi squad earlier today at the time of this recording, but guys, that's just a money move because it saves the New Jersey Devils some extra cash during an off day. So if you see a player that's been sent down to the taxi squad during an off day, Don't think anything of it. It's not a permanent move. It's just overall just to save some money so that way they don't really have to pay him for that day. So, you know, just just keep that in mind when a player is sent out to the taxi squad. But anyway, you know, what a complete 360 spin for Koukinen because I feel like he wasn't given a fair chance when he was playing for the Carolina Hurricanes because he only appeared in 11 games for them in two seasons. And he only played in one game last year for the Devils. But now in 21 games played, 12 points already. I honestly think that it's time to look at in as a very important piece in the future for the New Jersey Devils. And I think we hit uh, another diamond in the rough. So that's someone I'm looking forward to to watch. So, Four goals in the last five games, everybody, and like I told you in the last episode and the episode before that, Quakenin has actually been doing a lot of great stuff for a rookie, and he actually passed Nico Heizer for an achievement uh, for a New Jersey Devils rookie. Obviously, Heizer did that a couple years ago, but ultimately, Quakenin is continuing the tradition, so uh, check back on those episodes to listen to those facts. Really interesting stuff, so uh, assists, still Zajac, six assists, that's how he gets his six points, so... It's been kind of a down year for Jack. Yes, he's been with us since 2006, but guys, we do just need to look at the facts that Zajac, I don't even think he wants to be with the New Jersey Devils at this point. I think he already knows that he has one foot out the door because in 22 games played, he only has 10 points and eight of those are assists and the other two are goals, obviously, but think about it. He has six assists in the last five games. Don't get me wrong, I'm glad that he's stepping up his game, but the fact that he only had four points in 17 games played is kind of concerning for me, but, you know, obviously I I don't know if the math is correct, but overall it's been sort of a down year for Zajac, but I think ultimately he knows he has one foot out the door, or maybe he's still hurt by not being uh, named the head captain. Maybe he would uh, stick with the Devils organization a little longer if he knew that hey, you're that important to us. So that's personally my opinion. I still think that Zajac should have been given uh, the head team captain role, even if it is his final year. Just, you know, sort of like a farewell kind of thing. Like just saying thank you for all your hard work and dedication. But that's a discussion for another time. So, Obviously, Zajac is also leading the New Jersey Devils in plus and minus in the last few games with six. So Zajac has really been stepping up his game, but I think it's come a little too late for uh, the Devils to do anything with it. I really wish that he would have done this a few games earlier, but overall, you know, it's just been a struggle for the New Jersey Devils. So I can't hold them accountable for that, but. Overall, uh, I don't know what you guys want to bet on the New Jersey Devils to maybe come out victorious against the Pittsburgh Penguins, but oh wait a minute, speaking of bets, it's time for the second live read. This morning comes from betonline.he, so let's take that away. March Madness, you're awesome, baby! College basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule on tabs, so BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because BetOnline is that awesome, so real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked LockedOnBets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this that a third also visit at bet underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody so, like I do in any uh, pregame analysis episode, let's talk about the goalie comparison and overall the team stats for the New Jersey Devils and the Pittsburgh Penguins. So, Jari is 12 7 and 1 for the Penguins this year, a goals against average of 2.89 and a save percentage of 906, zero shutouts. Whereas Blackwood is 6 8 and 1 with a goals against average of 3.05 and a save percentage of 903, zero shutouts as well. But here's uh, some players that do have shutouts this season. So Desmith has a shutout this season uh, and a record of six and three with a goals against average of two point two two and a save percentage of nine fifteen. Whereas Wedgwood is two three and three with a goals against average of two point five nine and a save percentage of nine fourteen with two shutouts this year. So the last ten games, the Penguins are seven and three and they lost in their last game. And the Devils won in their last game. But overall, the Devils are 2-6-2. and two. But here's the thing. I'm looking at the final two for the New Jersey Devils in at 2-6-2. Two, two. So I'm just like, try to get a point out of the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's all I'm asking for at this point. So let's compare the team stats real quick. And then uh, I think I'll leave the episode there. So power play percentage, uh, the Devils are 28th in the league in power play at 13.3% whereas the Pittsburgh Penguins are almost at 18% at 17.9, and they are 23rd in the league. So penalty kill percentage. Uh, The Penguins also are not really that good in the penalty kill. Devils are 71.2% in the penalty kill at 29th in the league, whereas the Penguins are 23rd in the league at 75%. Face-off percentage, 41.8 for the Pittsburgh Penguins, 22nd in the league, and 45.7 for the Devils, So second last in the league for them. Goals 4, 2.5 for 26 in the league for the Devils. 3.14, 13th in the league for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Goals against, 2.83 for the Pittsburgh Penguins. 13th in the league, 3.12, 20th in the league for the New Jersey Devils. So overall, uh, I think the Penguins are just going to play better as a cohesive unit. And just overall, even if they struggle against the New Jersey Devils, especially in the specialty teams, I think that will just cancel out because the New Jersey Devils are no better in the specialty teams as well. And overall, I just think the Penguins will just have too much firepower. And I think Crosby and and friends will just find a way to get things done against us. But overall, uh, my predictions have been wrong in the past, but I'm, I'm just trying to be honest with you guys. Let's be grateful if we get one win or even just one point out of it. I'll take that. So, you know, let it go into OT. Let it go to a shootout, whatever the case might be. Just get a point. That's all I have to ask. But anyway, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Go Devils. Let's uh, keep an ear out and an eye out for them tonight against the Pittsburgh Penguins and I will catch you guys in the next episode when I do my post game analysis so continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day New Jersey thanks for listening I will see you guys in the next episode